0: As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes
1: and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazet. Each episode, we'll sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. And now, your host, Randy Bazett.
2: Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast. So glad to be with you today for another episode. I'm Kristen, and as always, looking across the table from Randy.
0: Hey there, how you doing? Oh man, I'm great. We're in a great season and learning some cool things.
2: I know podcast season. We're in. Breaking barriers, this theme of breaking barriers, encouraging listeners who are, you know, praying and believing God to do some things, especially break that thousand barrier, yeah. um, as well as other barriers in ministry and uh, just really praying that these uh, episodes encourage you right where you are. I'm thinking of
0: listeners, I think of where, where we are as a church, so this is probably true of most churches in America, barriers that you once have breakthrough, ha- had brought broke through those things now you're having to go back and do them again because church attendance yeah. as we were prior to pandemic is not the same anymore yep. so we're having to re-up some things and even it's a new landscape of church sure th- sure yeah. is yeah. wow it's frustrating yeah it really is like
2: who would have thought you had to break the thousand barrier like two again. times again Right, uh, <laughs> right, that's so fun Well, uh, today's conversation I think is going to be really fun And and hopefully, uh, I, I, no doubt we're going to laugh a lot um, Because we are joined with uh, someone who is actually I know him pretty you well You know him pretty well I know <laughs> I'm pretty good He's, You might want
0: to clarify You know,
2: so my husband hey, is with us on the up? podcast Jordan
0: For our oh. listeners, it's yeah. awkward in here right now <laughs> I The know. way they're looking at each other
2: I <laughs> <love> <laughs> i love uh, you we're glad no, to have you great on what an honor to be here Thank the relational you leader podcast. i'm
1: excited i'm yeah. excited to talk about just these barriers walking that season what an incredible journey it's oh,
2: yeah. Well, so Jordan and I, we have been a part of Bayside since the beginning, first week, and uh, <laughs> so we've walked alongside of Randy and Amy and breaking many a barriers, mm-hmm. um, in many a different ways. With the ways. barriers that I created, it just natural <laughs> church barriers. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't elaborate. <laughs> okay,
0: on. I'll just yeah. leave it at yeah. that. A week at you. Okay. when is your time. I'll busy. just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but. But, you know, I think it's I think it's good to remember some of these things, though, because a lot of our listeners, you know, perhaps you 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 know, Bayside or, you know, Randy and, you know, us as the multi-campus church and and, you know, the the thousands of people that are coming. But it it that is that didn't happen overnight and mm-hmm. it didn't start that way. Um, it started in an elementary school, um, and it didn't start with a thousand people. It started with what, what two twenty, and then it went down to what eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and there were lots of barriers that that we had to break, mm-hmm. and and we're going to talk, think back to some of those, and and talk about some of those. And um, you know, you know, I, I think to maybe kick the conversation off. You know, and thinking about how do you make the most of what you have when you're there? You know, as a, as a listener, maybe you're there. You're, you're like, OK, I'm a part of a church and or I'm leading a church. We've got maybe we've got 500 people coming, but I see the Bay Sides and mm-hmm. I see Church of the Highlands and I see, you know, Seacoast and I see TV, and I see all of these. Actually, that's not their name anymore. Life.Church. Oh, is it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Life. It's just Life.Church, not LifeChurch.tv okay okay well anyways but we see all these things right Right. and uh it's hard like okay but i i got i got a little bit of money in the bank Mm -hmm. i got three people on staff and i got (laughs) 500 people coming but Uh,
0: what do i do what do i do the cool thing too about uh the role that jordan is in is because you guys have been here since the beginning so we broke all these barriers and now you're serving in a campus so you're going to speak from it even from a campus level as people who are leading campuses of churches, that's and right. how I break that? So, the wealth of experience that's in this room in breaking barriers is gonna have a lot of different of width to it, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, so let's talk about some of those. Let's let's maybe kick off uh, the conversation with all right, how do you make the most with what you have and not compare Ooh. with these other churches?
0: You used the C word. I did. Oh, I, know. Oh, I know. I know. But let's
2: just it's, come in strong. We're coming out. Come it. in strong
1: how did you do that jordan i just think that comparison is such a trap that you don't even realize that you're in and you it's so easy to look at these other churches and to go oh man if only if only i had mm-hmm. those resources and if only i had those people and if only our congregation knew how to worship with their hands lifted up then we'd be hitting it you know and that's that comparison is such a trap and what it does uh, what I, I think it kind of locked me into was I would start to grab someone else's vision and make it my own. Ooh. And I would say hmm. I, I, I wouldn't put, uh, you know, a Hillsong label on it. I'd say, oh, this is my vision. But ultimately, if I look down in my heart, I was just saying you that just is what barring I want somebody me. else's. I was barring somebody else. And really, it was messing up my identity. So hmm. one of the greatest barriers that I had to break through was understanding who God made me to be.
0: Don't take your time then. Okay. So how did you do that? I, when it, I mean, tell tell me some yeah. of the things that helped you learn how to be who you were, and I, not try to copy someone else. Because we mm-hmm. need to learn from others. I mean that.
2: Yeah.
0: You wouldn't. We wouldn't be doing a podcast if learning from others was a bad idea. Yeah. So, but how do you learn but not borrow?
1: I think it is situational. It is the walk every day with people. It is operating in real life versus a a someone else's vision a fantasy of what ministry could look like that's not reality reality is real people real problems and when you get your hands dirty you really start to feel like oh okay i did something today i actually walked with somebody we did some real ministry today and i think once you start to actually operate in real ministry working with people through their stuff you start to realize well it, it is not about those things Mm-hmm. It's not about the lights. It's not about the this auditorium. It's not about these resources. This resource-rich environment. It's about being a good steward of or a resource who God
0: void is. environment. A resource
1: because right. you're like void I don't have what I need. That's right. But I started to know who I am by simply getting my hands dirty mm-hmm. with who God placed around me.
2: So, I mean, so if you're talking to you know we've got staff members and team members that are listening. What is it that they can can kind of practically do to help put these things into place in the ministries that they lead where they maybe feel like, I just want to take this person's right. stuff because they still got to get inspiration. Yeah, they still absolutely. absolutely. Were you going to yeah. add something? Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I just think that we're. it's easy to look. We need vision. We need something ahead of us, us to to kind of like gain ideas from, gain but to not attach your identity to them and say, oh, it must, it's working there. Let me, it must work here. Right. Because you're not them. And I think just coming into that understanding of just simply who you are, that, that who God's made you to be, that your wire, your gift set, your anointing, your calling is different than someone else that you're maybe trying True. to be. Yeah. So just be you. And God called you to minister to those people wherever you are. And so in that, God is going to use you, and it's, a, it's about your walk more than it is about the growing
0: the church sometimes. I'm reminded all the times I've said to you guys in however many years or however many times i said this is that who are three other people that are doing your job better than you are? I mean, other churches. In other words, they're the mm-hmm. big brother, the big sister yeah. that you can learn from. And so I think we should have that. Yeah. But then how do we not copy that? And here's where I think maybe a lot of pastors, ministry leaders find themselves really stuck. And I'll just say the word because it'll be too punchy, but I'll say it. It's Mm -hmm. pride. Mm. Mm. Because it is hard to walk into a room of people that you're leading. And to not be very clear on what you're supposed to do and to let people know that. (laughs) So sure. all eyes are on you. If you're the point leader of a ministry, of a church, you know all eyes are on you. So you need to walk in the room with solutions. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. So you're learning from other people. You're seeing what they're doing. You're comparing to that, and you think, oh, I'll just use that. So you just simply copy it, take the cellophane off, plug it in, and hope it's going to play, but it's borrowed. So what can I do to own that? Yeah, and I think yeah. if we can lay aside our pride and do this. So here's the solution to it that I think. And you poke holes in it if yeah, you guys don't yeah. like it but you come to the room and you go guys you know it's a friend of mine or a church i'm studying and here's what they were doing in worship or kids or whatever that that i think is really cool That could help us take us go to the next way i feel like this might be something we can do and we can adapt to us what do you guys like about it what do you not like about mm. it? how can we make it ours yeah. and fit mm-hmm. in context with who we are in the city we're in and versus that and then all of a sudden now, I didn't have to walk in, have it all figured out. So I had to lay my pride down. It's good. Yeah, I shared it. We're going to all kick it around. Now we're all going to own it so we can share the load of pulling this thing together. Yeah, so
1: good. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me so many times, I don't know is an acceptable answer. <laughs> but just take that moment and what is being questioned or what we could do better. Go learn. Go figure that out. And then come with some solutions mm-hmm. thereafter. But in the moment when you feel all that pressure that you talked about, to not let pride come in, just understand: I don't know is an acceptable answer. Yeah,
0: I don't know, but I'll go study others exactly. and I'll come back with ideas. Yeah, and and that pride keeps you from doing that. Yeah, pride will be like, oh well, let's, we're doing this, yeah. you know, and you rush I was praying, a decision. You, you listen to somebody's podcast, <laughs> and you got some ideas, absolutely, about what you're supposed to do. Totally. And, you know, rather than saying this is a a borrowed idea, help me make it better. That's right.
1: And out of that is really where the creativity just starts to kind of like come alive. Right. Because now you're collaborating with who God has brought under you or with you or alongside of you. And now you're just saying, okay, we can't do that, but what can we do? Yeah. And, you know, we've used all kinds of different you know, random materials in different ways that we never thought, like plastic water bottles and shine light through them. And look, now that's a new stage design. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> we we have. <laughs> but the fact that we collectively yeah. talked it through. That's true. And, uh, or even tell your team, like, guys, I think this is something that we struggle in. We're maybe void in this area a little bit. Let's all talk about, come with three ideas on how we can make this better. Yeah. And you guys will kick it around. You'll massage it. And it could be a hybrid of what your ideas and my ideas and someone else's ideas. We bring those together. We kick it around. And all of a sudden now we have like, this is going to be the thing that's going to help us break this barrier in this yeah, ministry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way that we would operate in like a creative
1: series planning meeting. Everybody mm-hmm. oh, coming with ideas. But like. wild. I, it's, it, yeah. We get some crazy it's things 400 happening. 400
0: ideas to get one good one. I
1: know. But at the same time, it's. It, it, there's such a great systematic structure there that we could
0: apply in all areas of ministry. Come
1: with ideas. Right. Let's kind of just put it out there and let's see what happens. What so it, take could it the become? pressure
0: off that I don't have to come yeah. in with the guy, the the girl, the lady, the man, whatever, the leader that has to have it all figured out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. it's it's so good and so important to yeah. to have i mean we had some we still do we're still collaborative it doesn't matter where what size you are the, the barriers
0: you're trying to break. no it's
2: yeah. it's so important all right so let's think back a little bit because i was just thinking it would be a little fun i think it's just you know oh my gosh loud.
0: where um, i am not ready you know
2: like Get i ready. think okay i think about the moments of like you know oh my god we have to buy a switcher in order to solve the all the, <laughs> the churches is the switcher. but okay all right whether it's this i'll i'll let you decide babe what you want to tell but uh but the switcher know,
0: story is a classic
2: <laughs> is. but you know in your when you're in that 500 ish range you get desperate sometimes yeah.
1: I didn't have three solutions that
0: I brought no, to you. No, you <laughs> had one.
2: This is really how we learned That's the lesson right. of you come with three solutions. <laughs>
0: Very well could Because yeah, be. it almost sank the church, a switcher. It
2: yeah. did. Yeah.
1: Well, we had, you know, these beautiful 36-inch, big old tube TVs that were like our side screen projectors.
0: Oh, gosh, how nasty was that whole
1: and setup? It was, it was awful. And it took four guys to lift these TVs on, you know, it's to some get them. ferns oh. on either side of them. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Some ivy all along the cross. to hide all the wires. <laughs> wires everywhere. And we would go and show a video, like from a DVD player, and we'd have to switch the input on the TV, and it showed this little Samsung... Pong looking yeah. logo, and it just bounced around <laughs> yeah. until we could push play. seconds until you hit play. Yeah. Really. yeah, so it was just a really bad break it in our services. Awful. It just, it just destroyed the, the moment. Holy
2: Spirit just he, left the building. It, he he it left happened. the
1: building. Yeah, Samsung entered. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was talking to some people. I did go and get some research. Talked to a few experts in the field. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> For those and that
2: are listening, he used quotations. Yeah. When he yeah. <laughs> described the experts, yeah <laughs>
1: and this one yeah. guy who seemed like he knew a lot <laughs> <It> said <laughs> well it seems i mean you know it was out of the back of his pickup truck no <laughs> i'm just kidding but he said oh if you had a switcher you could put both inputs in and then you would not have to see the samsung thing anymore mm-hmm. so then i come to pastor randy and I say hey, i've got the solution we got to get a switcher and then and you, you found said, it on ebay i found it on ebay how Clock's much is ticking.
2: it? Clock's well, ticking. this
1: one right now, we got 30 minutes, and it's
0: $700. It's $700. And we have 1000 in the bank. Like, literally. We got $1,000. That's all we had as a church. And I said, like, well, we, okay, we can do
1: 700 <laughs> Oh, Lord. And then we got outbid. And so I was like, do you want to go to 800 <laughs> And I've never seen... <laughs> Pastor Randy sweat like he was sweating in this moment but he had drips coming down his brow and he said okay go 800 yeah. and so we go 800 and we get outbid again <laughs> and I said do we go 900 and he said Jordan we can't do it we can't do it we pulled out we're just gonna deal with the Samsung we gotta come up with a different solution <laughs> for now but that was this, that
0: was the phone call of all phone calls was a week later and you called me to go, hey, <laughs> remember that switcher idea? It's a good thing we didn't get it because it wouldn't have worked. Yay! Yeah, I found out later it wasn't going to work. Oh. We had an ex- Another expert. <laughs>
2: along. Along. Oh, yeah. man you know the things there's so many of those stories but uh, but it brings me to just a great question yeah. that I think will help our listeners as well you know when you're trying to break barriers often you've got tight budgets you've got limited resources and it requires you to get creative with them yeah. um so so what are some things that you do you know as a point leader uh, whether it's of the ministry or lead pastor of the church mm-hmm. but also uh, a ministry leader um, on staff, how, how do you, what's the best way to do this, to get creative and maximize the resources that you have to help you break those barriers? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's just thinking simple um, and, you know, kind of look, maybe you have to use an image from another church or something like that to give you a, an idea, a yeah. launching pad. But you then have to just, you have to ask, okay, well, what could we do with the resources that we have? Ultimately, I think it helps when you don't have as many resources. You're actually more creative. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You actually start to think, okay, you know what we could do? We could use some plywood Mm -hmm. and we could you Know, get something printed at a print shop and then we could just velcro it to it. Holy and that was our first stage design, right? It really was. I we, remember
2: that it
1: was the people's yeah. faces, it was the, it people's was the Andy faces. Warhol kind yeah. of
2: like faces that we velcroed the music. Them
1: to the <clears throat> I remember that was our the series
2: elementary schools. They, there
1: was choir risers, risers. Yeah. yes. And I think that that double sided velcro is probably still on those <laughs> yeah. risers. Likely. Likely. But we would just take off our little graphical printed boards. That was our stage design in the beginning. It's you true. Know?
0: I remember that. Mm-hmm. And so, but it, throwing money at something is not the right solution always. It's stewarding that. And it, you're right. When it's a tight budget, you, you have to do that because you don't have the money, and you feel like, oh, when we get certain place, we won't. I just had a conversation a week ago at this church right now, and I said, I am not buying another thing to replace what we were talking about until we have maximized mm. what we're using now
2: that stewardship does not go away it does
0: not go away yeah. it actually is more costly when you have more money because you're talking about a lot more zeros on the left side of the decimal yeah which is not good. And how can god bless that's mm-hmm. if you're not stewarding what you have right so just let's make the best of what we have and i know that's a conversation we had a thousand times as well. Mm-hmm. That's it. We can't do that. We don't. We don't have it. So, what can we
1: do? Mm-hmm. That's right. And I mean, it would just. We would think of materials. We would think of different aspects. We would learn even more about the resources that God has given us through carpenters in our church and uh, supplies and access to things that they had. That we would just learn through relational equity with the people that God gave us. And totally. so through that, I mean, it would open up just so many more conversations, so many more ideas. And it wouldn't cost
0: us a dime right we the first building we built we didn't hire some company to do the kids area that's we right. we did it in-house these guys that did it slept mm-hmm. here we
2: did literally
1: we were going to walmart at two in the morning grabbing some orange paint const- construction you know, you know just uh, uh oh power cords we were yeah. just getting <laughs> power cords and just stringing things together because we were going to be good stewards mm-hmm Yep. Yeah.
2: Did it ever get difficult? Did it ever get frustrating? Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay, so picture this. <laughs> You're oh on the side of a cafetorium. We have no like real theatrical lights. We have the little, you know, elementary light cans that are on faders. And we would do a special song and we would have someone over there. Fading. Oftentimes, me, we would fade them in and fade them out, and oh, we were creating a moment in this special song.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we'd go full disco, and it was like up down, up down. Up up down. down. <laughs> 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 and the way that it looked when it would reflect off the oh. beautiful stage of design and hit the American state flags that oh, wrapped oh, the beautiful yes. stuff around Quality. the auditorium. An auditorium which smelled like dinner rolls. Oh yeah. And right at that moment where the creative thing <laughs> we put together was just about to bring people to a place of Jesus, someone was in the bathroom that was connected to the auditorium ruined the whole moment because they flushed the toilet that everyone could hear yeah
1: never
2: failed (laughs) the
0: full
1: record scratch
2: moment was
0: it it frustrating oh my gosh yes yeah
2: Yeah. oh man but you know something that y'all both kind of said um in part of telling that story and even before you talked about um utilizing volunteers as a part of the way to really be good stewards and and help break some of these barriers that you were up against so uh why was that so valuable
1: well i mean it was valuable but it was also super challenging you know in that you are trying to build something and you will see potential in people that God is bringing your way mm-hmm. and I, I think there were so many times you, Yeah, I'm, you're trying to nurture this thing you're trying to grow this thing fertilize it, <laughs> you know pour water on it Like give it sunlight everything you got you're putting putting into it And so you think here comes somebody that God's brought my way and they want to do the same thing They I'm gonna give them more of this ministry. I'm gonna give them more responsibility and I'll never forget you know, just early on in the church I identify this guy with some great leadership. We take him out to dinner and I'm about to ask him if he will step into a higher level of leadership with me. And he says, Hey, I got something to tell you first. I said, Oh, okay. He says, We're leaving the church. Oh. <laughs> I just thought, God, why are you pruning this little beautiful flower? You're gonna kill you. not a tree? <laughs> A fly, you can't prune this. There's like one leaf on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: But it's just in those moments it was like, oh man, you know, the investment, you know, you're trying to make, you know, just just it grow mm-hmm. and, and you're trying to think like, oh, this is the person that's gonna help me grow. But that pruning process right is what's making it grow.
0: Listen, there there is no such thing as a we called it a resource void environment or a vacuum. Yeah. It's impossible. Because you say, all right, I have something in this container, and I take it out. and You go, well, there's nothing in there. That's not true. Air, mm-hmm. something filled that that's in. That's right. There's no such thing as a total vacuum. In other words, when something is removed, and I'm not saying God removes it because that's a whole nother theological question. Point is, something is removed. Then God, because it is his church, and he will build his yeah, church, and yeah. he wants it to grow more than we do. Come on. He will always replace. That's right always and i don't think god's a one-for-one kind of a god either you're right he's a a multiplier and so he brings what we thought we were losing yes brings it better and bigger and the church always moves forward and that's a hard stinking lesson to learn it is because your heart is so tied into this This and you can see it and you can just but it's so
1: true you know i i there would be a keyboard player that would leave but the lord would give me an electric guitar player and a drummer you know he was always multiplying Mm -hmm. it always Every time that there was a pruning aspect right. of some sort, in the the man, nature. that's a hard lesson. Oh yeah, learn. it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hard.
2: Man, well, speaking of, of hard lessons, I thought um, you know maybe we could close the conversation not with hard lessons we've learned, but if you look back and you think about that that time in the church of that five hundred to a thousand, I mean, you think about the campus um, that you're a part of right now that that has yeah. grown through that part as well. So again, multiple different ways. What, what would you say to the listener, um, the especially someone that is a team member, ministry leader, a pastor on staff, not the point leader? Yeah. Ha- what is the best thing that they can do to help the church that God has called them to mm. break this barrier?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think um, I would say people. If we could just love people like Jesus, you know, we would find in what would be perceived by world standards, a resource void environment instantly becomes a resource rich environment. Mm -hmm. And just the being able to live life, lock arms, collaborate, uh, build one another up. There's nothing that we can't do as the church. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if we just put our focus on the most important thing as ministers of Christ's grace and his love, which is people, mm-hmm. then we are finding a resource-rich
0: environment every day. You said a while ago, which is beautifully tied into this, is you look at them with the eyes of potential, Yeah. not mm-hmm. where they are, but where they could be. In fact... It, it, we're all in ministry because somebody looked at us with a Somebody took a risk. They, we, we were where we were. They didn't see us that way. They gave us an opportunity, and we are where we are because of that. Yeah. Yep. So give other people an opportunity to do the same, that's which right. is what you're referring to. Our, our greatest product is people. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously Jesus, but that's the only thing we can take with us. Yeah. And I think it's people in the church, but I think it's also giving your church
1: eyes to see people out the church outside the church and i think you know when you're talking about breaking these barriers of growth you know outreach you know just that has been so significant from a, a campus standpoint of just Letting the community know that you're there for them,
2: especially at this at at a smaller size where your footprint in the community isn't maybe as big or as loud as maybe it will be one day. That's right. So actually leaving the church and getting out in the Mm -hmm. community. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So great. You know, and and I'll add to what Jordan is saying. What's the single greatest thing you could do is uh, this is a hard leadership lesson, but don't point your finger at other people. Because inevitably, when you point your finger at others, you have three fingers yeah, that are pointing back at you. That's right. So uh, growth in others is always preceded by growth in me.
2: That's mm, good. So yeah. what
0: areas do I need to grow in as a leader? You're you're the lid in your ministry and your church. That's it. So if you want them to grow, you have to grow first. Come on, Pastor. And uh, that's looking in the mirror hurts, <laughs> but it gives you great potential.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's good good. well this was a great conversation i'm so glad you came on the the podcast today thanks for having me did good
0: together it's almost like you flowed we We had some chemistry (laughs) chemistry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) but seriously thank you so much for joining us today and as always rainy great conversation together and uh listeners we're so glad you joined us for this episode of the relational leader podcast we hope you join us next time
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybizette.com.